Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 393, recorded live on Sunday, January 4th, 2015. And here are your hosts, the man who doesn't remember where we left off last week, Dave Play. Hi. And the man who thinks it was somewhere right around 370, Andy Lowe. Hi. 370 sounds about right to me. Yeah. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Yay! Welcome to 2015! Feels pretty much like 2014. But it's not. Even though this technically is the year of the future. It is. This is the year that Marty McFly goes to the future, because I haven't heard that like 800 times already. Do you know the date without looking it up? Without looking it up, uh... October, October, October 21st. I believe so. Now we'll check. I believe it is October 21st. I'm like sitting here like on the edge of my seat. Is today the day? Wow. Oh, they updated. It is October 21st. Boom. There's a website. I don't know if you knew about this. Is today the day Marty McFly arrives when he travels to the future.com? And they've updated. For the first time since they created it, they've updated. Now oh. it says the year is correct, but it's not today. Ah, the day Marty McFly arrives is October 21st, 2015. Oh! I need to try and remember to go to this website in October. And then I need to go to this website on October 21st. I wonder what they're going to do after that. So, uh, did you have any New Year's resolutions, good Sir Andy? Not really. I, I couldn't think of anything. It's... Um, I went and registered for the Detroit Marathon at uh, basically 12.01. Grats. Which was good because I guess everybody else tried to register right around 12.05 and uh, broke the their website. <laughs> so everyone watched the ball drop and then went and did it. And you yeah. just went and did it. Well, I had it set up on a... Because I, I got reload every on Chrome. Ooh. So I just went to the website and I just told it to reload every you know 10 seconds or so while I watched the ball drop. And then I just glanced over and I was like, oh, look, the website's up. Bing, bang, boom, did my thing. And then I went online and everybody else was like, oh my God, the site's down, the site's down, which is hilarious because they had uh, early bird pricing set up. Oh. So it was $75 for the first 1,500 people or so. And then after that, the price jumped up to the full price, which I think is like 115 So you got the cheap price. Yes. Good for you, sir. Good for you. Funny, I told my boss, I'm like, you know, you're going to want to try and do this because... Uh, Discounts are probably going to sell out the day of, and he's like, oh. save save twenty five bucks or thirty five bucks, forty five bucks. Eh. I don't know. It's always weird to me for like the the concept of you are paying someone to run, and not like you're paying someone for them to run. You are paying for the privilege of running twenty six miles. Yes, but you're you paying get a cool for shirt. the the infrastructure. Yeah. You're paying, and for you get the, a cool shirt. Yeah, you're paying for the shirt. You're paying for the metal. You're paying for the infrastructure. You're paying for the the, the post meal snack sort of stuff. Yep. Yeah, you're paying. You're paying somebody to close down two lanes of the Ambassador Bridge, one of the busiest border crossings in the Canada in the country. Half. Well, in the Canada half of the country, the United States, uh, the Mexico, probably in the country. I busiest. <laughs> I mean, save for, like, ports. There's probably more traffic over that bridge than there is at any other point in the U.S. leaving the U.S. Okay, here we go. The 10 busiest points of entry in 2008. So, slightly old. San Yadiro, California. Annual entries, 34 million. Let's see. El Paso, Texas, 31 million. Laredo, Texas, 21 million. Hidalgo, uh, I Texas, guess I'm wrong. 16 million. Yeah, come on, the Mexican Holy shit, border. there's a lot of traffic between U.S. and Mexico. Yeah. Arizona, 16 million. Brownsville, Texas, 16 million. All right. Buffalo, all right. Niagara Falls is at 16 million, so it's actually not the busiest on the northern border. I'm wrong. 14 million. JFK Airport. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Detroit, like how Michigan many of these is number are- 10. Ports. Okay. So it's the 10th It's busiest. still busy. Yes. Still very busy. With 11.3 million annual entries back in 2008. What's the status on the new bridge that Obama wanted? Oh, that new bridge. That what's-his-name keeps fighting against. Yes, because he owns the old bridge. (laughs) I don't want competition. One of the few people, you know, who still has a privately held border crossing. Yep. So I'm not sure if they're... Yeah, they're supposed to be building the other one. I think nothing got... I don't know. See if there's any news. So you, you've registered for the Detroit Marathon. Yes. 
done anything else exciting in this new year? Uh, went to go visit our brand new uh, niece and nephew. Yay! This is your sister. Yes, my sister. Right, had twins. Uh, twins, yes. One boy, oh, one the girl. poor girl. The poor girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, here we go. Da, 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 da. The new bridge should be built by 2020, and they are already starting to clear land in the nice. United States. He's still going to fight it. Oh, of course. He's going to fight it till the day it opens. True. So yeah, so they are starting to clear land for it. So nice. That should be interesting to see what they do with the marathon at that point. Then, <laughs> which bridge it goes on? Yeah. The price drops by 20 bucks. Hmm. Uh, followed some of the college football. Oh man. Talk about a good week for the Big Ten. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I feel like the, the national media, for some reason, has something against the Big Ten, and I'm not sure what it is. Because they hate the Big Ten. Because the Big Ten was really good for a really, really long time. And then everybody else is like, oh, it's the ACC. Oh, it's the SEC. Yeah, the, and then we get this playoff thing here, and then it's like, oh, where's all your teams now, ACC and SEC? Yeah, well, you say that. But we're not done. No. Right? This is the, the first time there's been a playoff, and Ohio State won their playoff game. Yes. Which means now they go and play Oregon for the national championship. So we're not done. No, we still have one more game, but it's still, it's... Yep. The, I mean, the SEC is out now, right? Yeah. <laughs> like Oregon is, is Pac-10? Pac-12. Pac-12, whatever it's called. Yeah. Who is more, the Big Ten or the Pac-12? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. It's all confusing. These, stu- these stupid super conferences are getting ridiculous. Yep, but we, we've got that one more game. But Ohio won, Michigan State won, Wisconsin won. Good year for the Big Ten. Good wrap-up for the Big Ten. Yes. So that's uh, pretty much it. Okay, I got to do some fun stuff. What'd you do? Well, first thing is I I hosted a party at the house. This is the first party that I've hosted at this house. We've lived here for a year. Okay. And so that was a lot of fun. We actually stayed up until 3.55 with the party. Nice. Well, that so you're is hosting it, you kind of can't go to bed. Yeah, well, that's when everyone, oh, uh, I, I seem to recall a party <laughs> that a certain someone hosted where he went to bed well before the party was over. That is true, and then I come out... The next morning, you guys are still sitting on the couch chatting away, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, Hans and I were there. What's up? Chatting. Uh, but we, we partied, and we had a good time. We did, like, sparklers outside at midnight, and there was champagne that froze. <laughs> <laughs> if, it always makes me wonder how high quality the alcohol is if I'm it's like, able well, to freeze. Well, with champagne, it's, it's special, right? Because it's under pressure. Yes. And so when you open it, there's a sudden release of pressure, and so it freezes. Oh, you're right. Because, yeah, it's the sudden drop in pressure decreases right. the temperature. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was outside, and it wasn't frozen, and I brought it in, and I opened it, and it was frozen. <laughs> Science. Um, keep in mind, the temperature outside was like four degrees. So this was well below the freezing point of water anyway. Yes. It was very cold champagne. But it was kind of cool because then it was like a champagne slush. Champagne slushy does actually sound not too bad. Right. It was really interesting. So that, and we played board games all night. Like people started showing up around 7.30. We started breaking out the board games at 8.30. And we just played all night. We played Set. We played Cosmic Encounters. We played uh, Cadis does uh, distracting me with talking about whiskey slushies. I need to start learning how to knit. Evidently, um, so we played Cosmic Encounter. We played Robo Rally. We broke out the Wii U, and people played Mario on it, and it was good. And the f- the Thursday then was terrible. <laughs> of course, because. I have not. I I didn't get to bed until four forty five, five o'clock. Yeah. I have not stayed up that late in years, and neither had any of my guests. <laughs> we were all absolutely exhausted the next day, except for one person who had fallen asleep on the couch. Ah. She was fine. She's like, yeah, let's go. Oh, the. <laughs> You uh, suck. Go away. Uh, so that was that was New Year's Eve, and then just yesterday, well, uh, New Year's Day was Thursday, right? Yeah. Yes. So Friday. Uh, I had was to go back Friday? to work. I know. Sometime in there, I got a delivery from Amazon uh, for my first of two weekend projects. Ah, what was your first one? The strip of LED lights. 
So I now have under cabinet lighting in my kitchen because I put in a strip of LED lights. And so that was a lot of fun and involved drilling holes in wood. My cabinets have some extra holes now. Did you not measure twice and cut once? I, I, well, there was no measuring involved. There, there was no need for measuring. Okay. Um, well, I guess at one point I did measure once and cut twice. Is that the extra holes? No, oh. I didn't say they, the extra in the sense of like unnecessary. They're all there and they're all used. Oh, it's just okay. they were not there previously. I thought you had, you know, gotten holes for the things and then realized your holes were in the wrong spot. No, 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 no. Uh, if I could redo it, I'd move two of them and I'd, I'd definitely do them differently. I learned a lot as I went through the process. So next time I do it, man, I will be set. I'm good. The question is, when's the next time you're going to do that? Never. <laughs> Unless you want under cabinet lighting with LED strips. And then I've got some tips for you. So that was the first weekend project. And then the second one was making a home furnace slash forge slash heater for a walk. Laura says a kiln. Some sort of heavy duty heat source. Yes. Mm. And so this is a metal bucket with about two inches of uh, a plaster of Paris and sand mix around the edge and a hole through it so that you can feed in a tube so that you can blow in air. So you got, what, something like charcoal on a grate or something inside? Well, there's no grate, but yes. Okay. You, you just put charcoal inside. Well, how's that not going to melt the pipe? The pipe is steel. Oh, that's going to be okay then. Yes. The pipe actually is the hottest part of the entire thing. I had it running last night because I, I did a, a pilot run, a test run, and... The charcoal was getting white hot, and the bucket, after half an hour, was hot. Like, you wouldn't want to hold it. You could, you could kind of touch your hand to it briefly, uh, but you wouldn't want to pick it up. The pipe, however, would burn you if you touched it. Was it glowing? No. Oh. It, it did not <laughs> get glowing type, hot. by the way. That was Laura. Ah. The pipe would get glowing hot. Uh, not glowing hot, but burning, burning hot. Gotcha. I do need to get a lower quality hair dryer, though. The hairdryer I was using is too good and has a shutoff. Oh, so it, it got too hot for itself and then shut off? Yep, it shuts off when it gets too hot. I need one that will just mindlessly go. Until it burns out the motor. Why would it burn out the motor? Because it, it gets hot. Electricity doesn't <laughs> like things hot. Oh, well, then yes, I need one that'll just mindlessly go until it burns out the motor. <laughs> and I'll just have one or two backups. You had a very productful... Uh, New Year's weekend. Productive. Productive. Yes. Yeah. Got a lot of, of interesting things done. The LEDs were a pain in the ass, though, because mm. you it's it's a solid strip, right? Yeah. Well, I have a break in my cabinets, so I don't want just like a solid strip hanging in midair. So I had to cut the strip and then use a jumper to go from one side to the other. But the connection between the strip and the jumper is a pain in the ass. But I got it. It's all That's done. Good. I spent a lot of time in Home Depot yesterday getting a lot of equipment, including heat shrink. Oh, heat shrink. That's fun. Heat shrink is so fun. Where would you look for heat, heat shrink, Andy, in Home Depot? In Home Depot? I'd probably look with it with some of the electrical wiring. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. No? Tools. Tools? Heat shrink is in tools. The hell is it doing right. over there? Wait, no, sorry. Heat shrink is not in tools. You are correct. Heat shrink is with the electrical wiring, uh, but it's like tucked away and hard to find. Solder. Where would you look for a solder? Solder would probably be with the soldering irons. And that's in tools. Yeah. Why would solder not be in electronics? When are you ever going to use solder besides working with electronics and wire? I just feel like solder and soldering irons are two pieces of the same puzzle. Okay. Why would soldering iron not be in electrical. Why soldered irons would not be in electrical, I'm not sure. Well, I, I understand you have a tools section. That's fine. Solder is, is kind of a very specific tool. Multimeters are tools, too. Do you know where those are? Those are with the electronics. They're with electronics. Yeah, I had to go hunt one down the other day when I forgot mine. I need to get one. I think I'm going to put it on my Amazon wish list. I don't have a multimeter. I spent Didn't way too long. did you get me a multimeter one time? Maybe? Yes, yes you did it. Okay. You also got me a tap and die set, which I finally actually read a book on how to use those. Nice. So you're actually going to use your tap and die? I haven't figured out a purpose for it yet. I don't have any pipes <laughs> I need uh, tapped. Or, so. No no, no holes you need to turn into screw holes? No. Okay. Closest I had that was I put some shelves in our little shed outside, but that was um, not helpful. <laughs> Sorry, Kate was now messaging me. Mm-hmm. She does uh, that. Yeah, I know. Normally it's you. It's not me. Yeah. That's what threw me off. 
Um, so th- we have a little shed outside, which is basically just like uh, plywood over some two by four frame. So I just put, I just cut a two by four, the width of the spacing between the, the risers, and I just screwed those in there. But then all I did was just drill some pilot holes and then put the screws in so they didn't, you know, strip on me. Okay. So I haven't had to new, do any metal tapping yet. Well, just wait. Your time will come. Sooner or later, yes. One day. You'll be like, ah, I have a set to do that. Yes. It'll be with all my tools. Yay, tools. Tools are fun. So um, should we actually try and get back to what we were doing before? I suppose so. Where were we? We were somewhere in June and July-ish, late July. So continuing from last week, things that happened in July. Hold on. I I have to get back Uh, to July now. I I was waiting for you to take it from there. Oh. You're not going to... Not going to pick that up, are you? Huh? It happened in July. I, I had my 30th birthday in July. You did have your 30th birthday in July. Mine is in September of this year. Ah. Uh, things that happened in July. Well, there was Netflix. Netflix happened in July. Not much else happened in late July. Uh, Amazon had its ebook subscription service. And then the oh, ebook all that- subscription service. Yeah, where you. How you did that made- pan out? I don't know. I haven't heard much about it. I, mean, I guess is it's still going on. They're probably still doing it. Yeah. Oh, oh, this was this was in early August, but this was the uh remember when EA decided to give out the Sims 2 for free? Yes. And do you remember that it was packaged with Sekirom? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that was oh EA. This was not a good year for EA. Um Voted there there was the Model 3 company. got announced. The Tesla. Yes. In fact, they announced another one later in the year, right? Yes. There was the the three, and then there was the three sixty or whatever it is. The the model D or the the something the three the something three three fifty D. Yeah, I don't know the one that can go zero to sixty in like a couple seconds. What is it called? It's like the S something D. No, just go to Tesla's website. You can order it. Oh come on, Tesla dot com is not Tesla's website. Probably teslamotors.com, so my guess is. It is teslamotors.com. Silly Tesla. The P85D. Yes, because that's the dual motor. Yeah, that was the one that was announced later in the year. Yes. So there's the Model S60, the Model S85, and the Model S P85D. Man, if I had infinite money, this is a pretty sweet car, but I don't want a car payment to exceed my mortgage payment. You also, you know, would need somewhere to charge it. There's a, sure. there's a supercharging station nearby. See, can you locate the nearest supercharger on the... I don't know. Supercharger. All right, here we go. Let's see if I can find where the nearest... Tesla supercharger maps. Come on. Road trips made easy. Supercharger. Oh, yeah, there's plenty. Nearby you? Yeah, there's like one in Madison. Oh, you're right. There is one in Madison. There's... One in Benton Harbor? Yep, it's for the people going through Chicago. Or the my guess is the people who are in Chicago who have, you know, um, cottages on the coast. Because yep. there are a lot There's, of cottages on Lake Michigan that are owned by people in Chicago. Is, is that one that they're putting in Jackson? If you go all the way to the end of the slider to 2015? I can't zoom in this map, which sucks. No, but you can look at the map and you know where the roads are. Yeah, that, that does look like Jackson. They're putting a supercharger in Jackson and Flint? No, it looks like Lansing. Well, that's Lansing, but then up to the right from that? That's like Saginaw. Saginaw? Flint. Okay. Flint is more right above where it says Detroit on the map. Ah, there's one in Traverse coming. Yeah, Traverse looks like... Uh, Muskegon? <laughs> Traverse Muskegon, it looks like Luddington. Yeah. And what the hell is south of Luddington? There's, there's not enough population up there to warrant those new ones. My guess, like I said, people in Chicago. Driving up the coast? Driving up the coast. Yeah, to I guess summer so. their summer cottages. But if Traverse? If you want to see people who have cottages on a lake shore. But anyway, there's one in Madison now. Yep, Benton Harbor. All right, yeah, so that is Benton Harbor. Laura's pointing out that Bruce Willis has a house in Traverse. I don't doubt it. So yes, there are people with money there. There's, oh, 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 okay. There's a currently a Tesla connector in Crystal Mountain. Wow. All right. Anyway, Tesla announced their Model D. Yes. What else we got going on here? Uh, a lot of the the uh, uh, driverless stuff started happening happening around here. Which makes me feel like they don't really... 
Google, when they're making this driverless car, still hasn't figured out how to drive it in snow. Well, this was Tesla making their announcement about driverless, but yes. But still, it's like, I'm staring out my window right now, and I'm thinking, if I had an automatic driving car, I'd be I would, hosed right I now. I would not want to take it out right now. You, you wouldn't be able to. Google said in their most recent post about their car, they Doesn't can't drive it in snow. snow. Yep. Well, it's too unpredictable. Yeah. Right? Because it, it, it paces it itself off of lane lines and everything, and everything's covered in snow, so it has no idea. The human knows exactly where he's going. Car would get, get freaked out and just probably go into a ditch. Yep. Easy to do with snow going into ditch. Even my all-wheel drive has some issues in the snow. I actually glanced at snow tires for my car. Nice. $140 per tire is the cheapest I could find. Holy shit. Sounds about right, though. But yeah, it's it's pricey, but it is good. Welcome to an SUV. No, that's that's for anything. Well, it's also truck tires, which are normally more expensive than car tires. Okay. Yeah, we got some snow here, too. And I'm not looking forward to driving in it. People are going to forget how to drive in snow. People always forget how to drive in snow. Yep. And lucky me, I made this week the week that I was going to drive to all the different markets. And there's supposed to be three to five Which inches markets? of snow tomorrow. Which uh, markets? Battle Creek, Holland, Lansing, Cold. I hit all, all four of the other markets. When you say markets, are you talking about a work thing? Yes. Ah, okay. Sorry. It's, I call the station clusters markets because that's what they are. Each. All the all the Kalamazoo radio stations are in one building, and they all broadcast to the Kalamazoo market. Okay. It's kind of a way of just describing the area. It's like, oh, where are these stations? Oh, they're up in the Lansing market. Okay. Like, the number one market in the United States is the New York market. That's sort of the stuff. Okay. So you're going to be driving to other stations in yes. the snow. going to be on the road for at least an hour each time. Ouch. Well, except for Battle Creek. Battle Creek's only a half hour away. Well, but that's a half hour without snow. True. With snow, who knows? Google Plus is dying? Is that still, for some odd reason, still around? It's still there. It hasn't died yet. It's probably going to die, but it hasn't died yet. Well, there was a lot of the driverless car stuff. Mm-hmm. I told you. Never believe me. All right. Um, Android HUD. Where are Did you that at? ever happen? Uh, um, I'm on episode 372. Okay. Sorry, I was still on 371. I don't know whatever happened to that. That didn't really... NavD.com. Um, works on the phone, touchless, voice recognition. Pre-order Still now. pre-order. Yeah, it's still pre-order. For only $300. Which I bet you could probably actually just get your regular phone and, um, you know, get a heads-up display app for your phone and then put it on your dashboard. And it probably could do the same exact thing, maybe. Especially with I the mean, new life. you'd have to do a little bit of programming. It's got to be a heads-up display app, though, already on the Play Store right now. I don't know. I know there are phones that actually have a HUD mode. Uh, not phones, but apps, um, where you, you put the phone on your dash face up, and the screen is backwards, and so you put it face up, and you look at the reflection, and it looks right. Yeah, that's what I meant. They've got to have that out there. Gesundheit again. Again, that's Laura. I know. Okay. Andy says Gesundheit. <laughs> wow, we are just all over the place in this episode. <laughs> okay, so that's still something that might happen. Just too bad. It's a good idea. Uh, more driverless cars, as I said. It's the era of driverless there's a lot of stuff with automation, and then I, I say that I say that as I go to episode 373, and the first link on there is humans need not apply. Yep, because automation. Like, we're moving towards that. It's a terrifying thing. More Tesla stuff, more cars, a lot of car stuff. Damn, Andy. Side note, um, well, not really a side note. A sad note is the fact this is right when Robin Williams passed away. Yep, unfortunate. Yep. Uh, USB-C. Oh, that's the one that's uh, reversible, right? Yep. You see, I've never had a problem with that. Uh, I... I I always have the the three value USBs. I try it one way, it doesn't work. I try it a second way, it doesn't work. I try it the first way again, and it works. Well, I just don't think people realize with the USB things that the side that's actually marked with the USB icon on the, the dongle top. is the top. Yes, and that then is you- assuming that your USB connector, the female port, is right side up. Well, you just look at the female port, and it normally has the USB icon above the female port telling you which side is up on that one as well. So on my desktop, that USB symbol on the female port is on the bottom. My guess is, if really, it's on the bottom? I'm looking. I mean, it's on, well, it's, yep, it's on the bottom. Well, that's just wrong. It is totally on the bottom. You have to put them on opposite sides from each other. That's that's not how it's supposed to be. As I said, <laughs> it means that you have to assume that your female port is marked correctly. Oh, it's part of the standard is to mark them correctly. Well... Somebody screwed up. My, my case manufacturer failed. failed. Thermal take. 
Thermal take failed. They, they make decent cases. Yeah. Yeah, they do. This is one of them. This is the case that I want at PAX. Oh, I'm staring at one of those right now. I use it as a small coffee table sort of thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I don't have anything in the box, so it just sits there. And I'm like, well, it's a decent case, and I want to do something with it. I just don't have the hardware for it. So I, it sits there, and it's where I store my external hard drives and my headset and some co-caps. Yeah, it sits there as a just a, something to set things on. Okay. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy came out around now. Oh, oh that's why there are so many card episodes. Right. Because I wasn't here for episode 372 and 373. Aha! That explains it. Forgot. I had to go to a wedding. Oh, whatever happened to that personal audio um, patent? Personal audio patent. Remember they were, he was suing the big podcasters and... He was suing the, the patent trolls. Well, the patent trolls were suing the Adam Carolla. Well, it dropped the lawsuit. The, the defendants were not making significant money from infringing on the patent. Countersued. They reached a settlement out of court and filed a joint motion to dismiss. Yep. So, nothing really came of it. They sued out of, they settled out of court and then it just quietly went away. Okay. Oh man, we really need to reform patents. Yes. That and copyrights as well. Oh God, the hardcore mode for Pillars of Eternity, which I'm still waiting on. Come on, Kickstarter. (laughs) Oh, Kickstarter. Trial of Iron, where you are only allowed one save file. If you die, the save file gets erased. Amazon bought Twitch. And nothing changed. And yeah, nothing changed. My guess is Amazon just made some more money, or well, I don't know how much they spend on Twitch. Probably nine hundred and seventy million. It was a lot. Was that all? The exact purchase price will be nine hundred and seventy million dollars in cash. Wow, that's not that much. You're saying thirty million dollars short of a billion for a tech company nowadays? <laughs> Do you think we're going into a second dot com bubble of some kind? You've been asking that for the last two years. I know, and it just, it seems like we are, and it's... I think we're okay for now. I'm worried about the future, but I think we're okay for now. Okay. I don't think we need to worry too much. I hope not. What else we got here going on? Oh, it's like when I got my new watch. Gear fit, that was good. More wearable stuff. Yep, wearables really took off in uh, quarter three and quarter four of... 2014. I'm even considering now like getting an actual smartwatch. We've reached the age of Dick Tracy, ladies and gentlemen. Which one are you thinking about getting? I don't know. Because there's a lot of them out there, and some of them aren't good. Really? From what I've read, yeah. I mean, I, I just go to the Play Store, and I go to devices, and I look at wearables, and they're all so pretty. Android Wear, I mean, look, these are these are the LG yeah, the, G Watch R, the Sony smartwatch. The Moto... LG Moto. Yeah. Right. Yeah. These are these are pretty. Oh yeah, and this is episode three seventy seven is when Apple announced their watch. Oh yeah. When's that one coming out? Next year? This who year? cares? Who cares? People who have Apple devices? Apple is late to the party. Yes, but it looks so stylish. It yeah. Looks like, looks like a normal watch. So do some of these other ones. Apple Watch. Let me let me go back and look at this thing. Isn't here yet, but the battle over it has already started. <laughs> Apple Watch. Apple.com slash watch. Also, that same time that that came out, the Apple Pay announcement came out, which I thought was hilarious because the uh, actual um, retailers didn't want to uh, carry Apple Pay because they they wanted to do their own version. There's been some back and forth on that. Uh, Yeah, Apple Watch does not look any more impressive than like the LG G Watch R or the LG G Watch or most of these other things. My question is, how big are those things, like, actually physically in size? Uh, they're sizable. I have tiny wrists. I don't know that they would look good on me. Yes, I also have tiny wrists. Little tiny wrists. I'm actually going to the devices now just to see what they have for... Yeah, it's worth okay. taking a look. Yeah, some of these watches actually look like watches. Right. Yeah, it's like a, the LG G Watch R looks like a watch. Zen Watch looks like a watch. Do you think they're going to be even more snazzy come next year or do you think that people yep. are just there's still hold off I, on these ones? i think they've reached critical mass so i think they're going to continue i think apple making their own means that it's given it legitimacy but no one wants to wait for apple so they're all investing in the android ones and the more and more that apple is copying android the more people they're losing one of my co-workers is a die-hard apple fan and he's considering swapping to an android phone because he's just tired of his iphone not working 
funny. I just actually set up my mom's iPhone last night. Mm-hmm. So that was, it was like, oh yeah, I sort of know how to do these things because this is how I do it on my phone. And your phone is basically my phone now. Yeah. Yep. And Apple just keeps moving it more and more over to Android. You watch. One day. One day, Andy. Apple will just make an Android phone and we will laugh. They're not going to do that, though, because they'd have to get rid of the iOS. One day. It's not going to, like I said, they're not going to get rid of the iOS. That's just, that's, it's not going to happen. Okay. Um, next, NVIDIA announces the GTX 980. Oh, my gosh. The graphics cards this year just went. Th- this, is, this is the card that I'm buying, by the way. Ah. This is the card that's going in my new PC. This is the card where they remade the moon landing using the card. Do you think all this sudden just explosion of a graphic card battle was because of... Wait, what sudden explosion of battle? Well, to me, for some reason, it seems like this year the graphic cards just went through the roof. Nope. Or is, was I just not paying attention before? You just haven't been paying attention previously. Okay. There, There's no, like, new major uh, contention between the two. There are still the two companies. They still have their flagship cards. They still have... Uh, well, NVIDIA still has the super, super high-end that the regular people can't actually afford. The Titans. Oh my god, the NVIDIA Titans. Who are probably just going to people who are mining for Bitcoins. Yep. I mean, if I really wanted to uh, spend just an ungodly amount of money on this computer, more so than I already have, I could just pick up a Titan or two. The Titans blow everything else out of the water. But I'm hoping that with CES in two days... By the way, CES is in two days. I know. We'll find out about CES next episode. Next week, yep. I'm hoping that the prices for, like motherboards and cases and other stuff starts dropping because i'm almost there i almost have my computer put together all right so episode 379 no surprise the playstation home shut down is second life even still around yeah really yeah and drones this is where we start really getting into drones drones hit the public eye amazon has talked about using drones dhl is using drones the uh, FAA is starting to talk about drones and what their policy is going to be. This is also where Blizzard announced that their MMO Project Titan is gone. Which I don't even remember really much about Project Titan because everything just kind of got washed away when Overwatch came well, out. I mean, even before that, Titan was always very secretive. Yeah. But so was Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch was so secretive that they actually just managed to surprise everyone with it. Yeah, they did. It's just boom, out of nowhere, Overwatch. We're yeah. like, what the? Well, but the, the out of nowhere part is a, a lot of the people who worked on Overwatch had been working on Titan. Aha. Uh-huh. And so as Titan died, Overwatch grew. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, my God. Is that? Oh, that's gross. It's 14 degrees outside. <laughs> Currently in Kalamazoo, it is 28 degrees and snowing. Oh, we have a little bit of flurry, but it looks like it stopped. Uh, what else? Destiny came out. And the exploit was quickly followed. (laughs) And then patched. Yeah. Uh, net neutrality, one of the themes of the year. Also, more hacking, one of the themes of the year. More information keeps coming out about it. Sorry, I was thinking of net neutrality. I was like, I swear there was an FCC auction that just happened out recently. I wonder how much the FCC got for that. Uh, oh, the AWS 3 auction moved to its next uh, bid. Okay. Surges pa- F- FCC auction surges past $42.8 billion. Holy guacamole. $42 billion. And you were talking about $900 million for Twitch being a lot. With the numbers we throw around on this show, that's nothing. No. The J-Block license centered on New York City now stands at $2.76 billion. The other J-Blocks, Denver had $280 million, Portland, Oregon, $248 million, Philadelphia had an H-Block license at $242 million. Okay, the J-Blocks are single 10 by 10 megahertz licenses. Okay. God, it's just ridiculous that they realize that the uh, auction is so much money that the telecoms are willing to spend. Yeah. On technically nothing, because they're just buying the ability to use a certain frequency range. They're not even buying. They're actually technically renting the license. Yep. People want it. Oh, goodness gracious. And then the next year, the uh, television auction, probably more of what, the 700 megahertz block? going to be going off again no that was the, 700 megahertz was the old tv auction no this is going to be the new tv auction it's going to be a different block 
You you've lost me at this point, Andy. The telecoms want more spectrum. Okay. Hey, AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, and T-Mobile want more spectrum so they can get faster data to people and then charge everybody more. So what else we got going on? Um, up to 380? Yes. So much hacks. This had to be Black Hat, right? I have no idea, but that's... Talk about the theme of the year, though. I think that's honestly... It would be hacking this year. It would be... Every few months, you they heard, well, we even started out with hearing about the, the Target hack right at the beginning of the year. There was the Home Depot hack. There was the Sleb hack. There was just all these other hacks that happened. And then at the end of the year, we have the Sony hack. So it's literally, it was probably could go through and see how many stories on hacking that we had. And my guess is it would be pretty consistently one every couple of weeks. Yep. Damn. Sounds about right. Oh, the picking challenge was announced. That was... I wonder what's going on with that. The what? That Amazon picking challenge, so they wanted you to build a robot to help them pick things. To help them pick things. You know, like they have the person who actually goes around with a scanner and grabs your item and puts it in a basket, and then that goes and gets shipped. Okay. I don't, I don't remember that challenge. Was that when I was not on the show again? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I, I was on the show for most of these. No, Amazon's robot picking challenge. I guess I was there. I just don't remember it. Did we really talk about this? I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting, though, because they have, they have the Kiva robots, right? Which actually allow the, the shelves to move. Okay. So the the pickers could then can actually just the, instead of having a giant shelf where people are just running up and down aisles, the shelves are kind of modular and they actually like come to the person. So the person okay. just has to stand in one spot and the shelf will come up to him and says, "I need three things out of row four, box three. So he look goes up row four and moves over to box three, box three. grabs a couple of items, and then the shelf moves on, and then the next shelf comes up to him. Weird. Yeah, if you ever have a chance, watch that. There's a TED Talk on these Kiva robots, and it's ridiculous that what they can do with these things. This is why Amazon is so successful, is the inventory management? That's basically what they do for their warehouses. They can actually have the shelves rotate so the things that are hot top products are actually like closer to and stored closer to the, the, picker, the pickers so the robots can get to them quicker and the things like, you know, swimsuits in the middle of winter are kind of at the back of the factory, so they're not worried about them much. And the shelves, if they're running low, can actually, like, go go to somewhere else and get them restocked from another part of the factory. It's ridiculous. That's pretty cool. It's also terrifying. How much longer till they get the men out of the building entirely? That's what the picking challenge is, the second half of this, where they have the key for robots that do the whole shelves things. This picking challenge, though, is you literally have a robot who's supposed to stand in a robot work cell, and then there's a shelf in front of him that the Kiva robots will normally use to move around. And the, the idea is your robot's in this little square where the person normally is. The robot's supposed to grab something from the shelf and put it in the order bin, which is on the other side of the workstation, just like the human would do. What a miserable life. Like... I can't imagine spending my day in a workshop, in a warehouse, picking things off of shelves. For eight hours, you just sit there, you're standing in the same spot, you get a break, probably get a lunch, you probably get another break, but you're standing there and you just, the shelf comes up to you, you grab an item, put it in a box, and hit next, and then you grab an item, put it in the box, and hit next. Does that not sound like totally unfulfilling? Yes, yes it does. Like, but awful? some people, some people need money. Yeah, but, ah, oh, that feels so gross. Okay. So yeah, so they're actually going to score points and the the first place team gets $20,000 for this challenge. Yeah, I bet because the, the amount of money that Amazon is going to save by eliminating those jobs is way more than $20,000. Uh, okay, so it's going to be this challenge is going to be in Seattle, May twenty sixth through the thirtieth, because it's going to be at the International Robotics and uh, Automation Society conference. So in May we should find out more. Yes. Okay. Sorry, this was also going along the lines of automation that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. All right. What else we got on here? Uh what do we have? Let's go back. Amazon uh, opened up their store in New York City, which is just silly. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I still don't get the idea of Amazon with a brick and mortar store. Well, it's a place to easily handle returns. It's a place to handle their one-day or same-day delivery that they're doing now. Didn't, like, somebody order some random item and then got it delivered? Um, I think he ordered, like, a bottle of shampoo or something like that and got it delivered the same day through Amazon. Yeah, it's allowing them to do same-day delivery. It's still weird. I think it's there for tax reasons. Probably. Um, blah, blah, blah. So I'm pre-owned three, Teslas? Pre-owned Teslas? Michigan has banned selling Teslas? No, they have not. Stop saying that. What have they done then? Michigan did not ban selling Teslas. Michigan banned Tesla dealerships. Okay, so I have to order a Tesla online and then pick it up at another state? Yes. 
So if I was going to do that, I would just find the state with the lowest sales tax. <laughs> Don't forget your cost of traveling. True. Let's see, 6% sales tax on a what? At Actually, least... I don't know that you'd have to go and pick it up. You could probably get it delivered. True. In which case, you are purchasing it from Tesla and have to pay California sales tax. Mm. So have fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with my SUV right now. Right. Uh, Amazon in New York. FCC is still holding on to their stuff. We're getting close, guys. Oh, Civ Five Beyond Earth. How is that? You played it this morning. I, I am literally losing right now to AI players on the easiest mode right now. It's it's a hard game to pick up because I, I the get first the basic couple times idea. you are going to lose. It, it it sort of looks like Civ Five, but it's not. But you don't. It doesn't play like Civ Five. No, no, it doesn't. It looks like Civ Five. It doesn't play like Civ Five. I'm saying like that's, going. That's right. why the episode title is not. You know, it's not Civ Five. Yeah. Yeah. It does not play like Civ Five. You do have to keep that in mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, don't treat the aliens like barbarians. I had to, though, because I had a quest. And my, the quest thing was literally sitting right next to two nests. So the aliens got all pissed off because I was going over there. I'm like, I don't want to mess with you guys. I just want to get my thing and to do my thing and then leave. But no, they kept on attacking me. So I'm like, well, F you. Let me get a bunch of gung boats here and then we'll just bombard you till you, you go away. And then everybody else got pissed at me and people started getting hostile. Toward, it, was, it was just a big mess. Yeah. Welcome to Beyond Earth. It's a big mess. It is not a big mess. You're playing it as a big mess. It was the only way I could get the quests. You give me quests, I'm going to yep. complete them. I That's... seem to recall you having a, a similar reaction to Civ Five, by the way. Probably. When you first started, like, it's not Civ Four. It's too different. I can't stack units. It, it was easier to transition from Civ Four to Civ Five than it is from Civ Five to Beyond Earth. Just the basic keep idea. trying. You'll get there. I know. Let's see. Oh, so uh, Lollipop the... was announced. Google Inbox came out. How is that? You've been using it. Um, well, I'm trying to get my inbox under control first before I kind of do the final switch over to inbox because I still have 5,731 unread uh, messages. Holy in my crap. Well, you beat me. I'm oh. sitting at 3,800. But right now I've got one, two. I'm trying to cut down on the number of emails that have shown up every day. So if I, I get like things like the... Emails from Chili's and TGI Fridays and that sort of stuff. So I'm, I'm unsubscribing from a lot of email um, subscriptions. Yep. But there's also I think I should probably unsubscribe from Bing Rewards. I haven't done that in years. Yeah, I unsubscribe from Bing Rewards. I've got a couple of them that I still keep, though. So like If This Then That recommended uh, recipes. And then I've got Mint here. And my stuff from Steam I still want to show up. So stuff from Amazon and the Kindle Daily Deals I still care about. So I'll still follow those. Yep but I'm just trying to get rid of all the other junk in here that I don't care about. Doing it one day at a time. Select all, and mark as read, and archive. And now I'm at 3,810. I didn't have very many from those. A lot of steam and humble bundle. Mm -hmm. It's time to take those off of the auto star. All right, what else, sir? What else? Let's see, so we had the FCC thing with Obama saying you got to be Title II, and the FCC responded, and Verizon responded, and AT&T responded, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, uh, HTML5 was made legitimate. Too legit. Why do I have too legit? Oh, because we saw Adam Family Values. All right. What? MC Hammer did the songs for the Adams Family movies. And so when you said legitimate, I, in my head, said too legit. And then started going to the Adams Family Values song. Don't don't worry, don't worry. Just keep going. I'm, I'm, but what? <laughs> it made sense in my head, and that's all that matters. Okay. Um, Android Lollipop is, you know, somewhere around there. Samsung should be rolling out their Lollipop uh, next month, which means I should hopefully get mine by for my phone by the end of February. I was supposed to get mine by the end of this year. I wonder why LG hasn't done that yet. Just Google it and see what you can find. LG G3 Lollipop. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh, la, 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 la. Okay, so we've got, I'm now up to 389 because I'm just skipping through these things. Um, okay. Goodbye 3G. Yeah, that's probably going to disappear in next year or two. Especially with the new auctions that are getting rolled out, everybody's probably going to switch to 4G. That's going to be a sad day when they finally get rid of all the 3G service, just like the, it was a sad day when they got rid of all the analog phone service. Yep. Oh, things are calling. and Oh, God. I have, I have like four devices that ring when someone gives me a phone call now. 
they're all coming from my computer. So I, my headset just exploded. You see, I only have three that go off. If somebody calls my Hangout or my Google, my Google uh, voice number, my computer will ring, my phone will ring, and my watch will ring. My phone rings and three different things on my computer ring. Why do you have three different things connected up to a phone number on your... Because I've got Hangouts, AirDroid, and PushBullet. It's a lot of things running. Yep. I'm, I'm thinking of taking out one or two of them. I don't oh. know which ones. Episode 390. Pirate Bay goes down. Ooh. And goes and down still hard. Down. Yeah. Is still down. Like, what did, what did they what did they do? Because I remember Pirate Bay was like, oh, like, we go down. Highly illegal things? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you mean. What did they do? They did illegal things. No, Yes, but I... Pirate Bay always said, like, if we get taken, it doesn't matter. Like, if we get raided, we'll be up and running again within a few hours. They always said that. Well, they weren't. They are still down. Okay, so a new update. Uh, Pirate Bay's website now shows a counter that no longer counts how many days since they were taken down. But it's actually counting down to February 1st. So maybe they'll be back up February 1st. Maybe. It's hard to say. They will do what they will do. It's kind of... The thing. <laughs> there's a, there's a hmm, supposedly there's a readme file on there that at some point that says if they cut off one head, two more shall take its place. Hail Hydra. What? Oh, Pirate Bay. So silly. Silly Pirate Bay. Uh, what else? Uh, Raspberry Pi did the A plus and the B plus. Actually, have you figured out what you're using yours for? Not yet, no. Still have them in the, where is the bag? Oh, it's over there. There it is. Like I've got a bag of Raspberry Pis. Where's it at? Oh, it's over there. You could take it to a makerspace. You could donate it to a high school and make them very happy. I, I feel like there's a Grand Rapids makers that I should see about. I don't yep. think there's a Kalamazoo makers. Oh, the Kalamazoo makers guild meetup. Friday, January sixteenth. That might be interesting. I didn't know we had one of those. All right. Uh, so three ninety one. Tesla Rapid Swaps open next week. Yep. That's going to be fun and exciting. Uh, Steam did their their Steam streaming thing. Have you gotten to play with that yet? I've tried to get it to work, and I've set up broadcasting, and Bri wanted to watch me, and we just, two of us together, could not get it to work. Oh, no. So, we'll yes, they, they, they say that it's it's running, and I'm just like, okay, you say so. And that gets us basically to the end of the year. Now, yeah, end of the year review part one, where we talked about all the cool stuff that happened last year. So um, should we quickly hit the uh, random review and random topic? Yeah, I suppose. What do you got? Well, it's the it's random review. It's, I do believe, your turn. Random review. Camel, camel, camel. It's just like badger, badger, badger. Badger, badger, badger. No, camel, camel, camel is, well, many things. But what I use it with is the Chrome extension. Uh, and it sits up in your URL bar. And it's just this little picture of a camel. And when you're on Amazon, you can hover over said picture and it says, here's the price history. Because things on Amazon don't stay the same price. No, no, they don't. They move around a lot. And so it's kind of nice to say like, oh, well, this is the lowest price it's been in three months. Click. Or what I've used it for more than anything else is, oh, uh, let me know when the price drops below this number. That would be helpful on some things. So I'm waiting for it to be on sale or I'm waiting for the price to just drop. And I can just say, hey, send me a reminder when it drops below this value. And Camel, Camel, Camel does it. They're like, okay, what's your email? You put it in. They're like, okay, we'll let you know. And that's it. That's all you had to do. You don't do anything else. You just wait at that point. And it's great. Oh, look, it's a Logitech wireless touch keyboard that I actually received the other day. Really? It's only 20? Hmm. What? We have one of our guys at work who is obsessed with a touchpad rather than using a mouse. Ah. And his, his touchpad is so worn like you can see the the electrical grid underneath it that it uses wow yeah so i'm like well if it fails we've got this one because it's one of those split ergonomic keyboards we're like so you, you want a split ergonomic keyboard with, with a touchpad touch that kind of defeats the purpose of it never mind well he's types with the split ergonomic thing but then he also wants a touchpad and i'm like i don't know if anybody even makes one of those anymore yeah so i don't know like, yeah so my my one question though is is this this is for specific items right? Yes. Okay. So it can't be like I'm looking for 
I can't say uh, I'm looking for a computer monitor. It has to be. I'm looking for a this HP LV2311. Right. You do it from the products page. Okay. So, like, I'm looking at this Gigabyte Intel LGA2011-3 X99, etc. It says, oh, well, on Amazon, that's $339. It has dropped in price from 300 and uh, the highest was 49 so it's dropped by 10 bucks, And it's available third-party used for $265, except it also says not in stock. So, <laughs> uh, it's, so the website is Camel, Camel, Camel. It's actually... Three camels is is kind of what it's called, but the website is literally camel 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 all one word dot com. Camel 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 dot com. Useful useful tool, particularly oh, it for also can work on new setting egg. price okay. alerts. Yep, for setting price alerts, it's really nice. There's a bunch of Olympus cameras that are. <laughs> Save four hundred dollars. Granted, it's an Olympus camera, so you still have to pay six hundred. Yep. Really, All right, two forty. Hmm. That would be the random review. Very nice little product. Uh, the only cost there isn't actually a cost, but when you use their service to do things like remind you, I'm pretty sure the website that they give you is using their referral link. Ah, so they're getting the Amazon referrals, which would... And I'm, I'm okay with that in this case. Like, yeah, they really are referring it. I'm cool giving them that cash. Yeah. It's not costing me anything extra. Yep, tag, camel top drop. Yep, yeah, that's the referral stuff there, right there. So, Andy. Yes. Random review. Not random, random sorry. Random. Sorry, I had noticed something on there and Kate wanted a link, so I'm trying to get the link for it to Kate, causing disruption. Right, random Topic. A roll ahead of time. Dave, yes. What's in your wallet? Uh, a dollar in cash. My Red Cross card. My credit card. Red cards. Cross card. Yeah. When you donate blood, the Red Cross sends you a card so you oh. can track when you give blood. You just write it down on the back. It also has your blood type on it. Oh. I'm O positive. Let's see. Let's see what I got in here. I got some credit cards. Got some Speedway reward card. My driver's license. Driver's license, of course. Oh, uh, mine's the uh, enhanced driver's license. Ooh, we're from Wisconsin. We don't have enhanced driver's licenses. So you got a Panera gift card, Lowe's gift card. There's another dining gift card for a Kalamazoo restaurant. A lot of gift cards in there. Do you remember those when you go out to places like Panera? Yes. Okay. Last time I was at Panera, I used it. I had my Starbucks one in here. When I went to Starbucks, I used it. That's okay. why it's in my wallet. <laughs> Um, I got my library cards, plural, because there's Kalamazoo and Portage. have my KVCC student ID in case there's places around here that give a student discount. got my frequent moviegoer card. I got my pretzel pass card, which gets me free pretzels by six, get one free. Do you have any any coins in your card, Andy, or in your wallet? Uh, yes, but I normally don't. Oh, because uh, Kate's telling me you normally keep change in your wallet. Yes, and I normally try and pull it out as soon as possible. Uh. That's why we have a Batman piggy bank that holds... Yeah, there's there's one that's a pig that's dressed as Batman that holds nickels, and there's a Batman Batman that holds dimes. And then I've got a little thing here that holds quarters, because, you, you know, you can actually use quarters. And then I've got my giant... Those, you know those giant, like, plastic Coke bottle coin banks that are really tall, like yep. a couple of feet tall? Yeah, I have one of those. Ones. Yeah, I have one of those, but it's a Detroit Red Wings thing there, and it's got pennies in it. Last time I did an estimation, it's probably about fifty bucks worth of pennies in there. You might want to actually like use those. Take them to the bank. So you've got a pass for the Hobbit and IMAX. Two passes for the Hobbit and IMAX. Bunch of cash. Uh, the Costco card. That's uh, health insurance stuff. And then I got my, I've got one copy of my business card. And I got a copy of my SBE membership. Then I got a copy of my SMPTE membership, which is the Society of Motion Picture and Television Engineers. And then I have my ham radio license. You carry your ham radio license with you? Yes. There, it's actually when you get your ham radio license sent, you get one that's actually like an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. But then at the bottom of it, you actually can you, tear you off. cut it off. Why not can, just leave it with your ham radio? Are you, are you expecting, you're are you expecting to. to go to someone else's radio and like, look, I'm licensed. I can use this. Yeah. If, if there ever is an emergency, you're supposed to have, if you're operating a ham radio radio, you're supposed to have a license with if you. If it's an emergency, are you really that concerned about someone who's licensed using the radio? You got to play by the rules. 
it's an emergency. Can... I need to make a broadcast. I'm not going to worry about whether or not I'm certified. Well, yes, the, in a true state of emergency, there are rules that speculate that you can kind of break the rules in order to get a message out in any way, shape, or form. There, there literally are rules in the ham radio license that say, yes, so, if it's an emergency and you need to get a signal out, feel free to break any and all rules in order to get a signal out. Including the rule of being certified. Yes. So why do you carry your certification with you? Well, in case it's a non-emergency and I want to use somebody's radio. It, it's it's a wallet thing. It's it's, it's literally just Just cuz it's of, a wallet thing doesn't mean it needs to go in your wallet. <laughs> it's a it's literally a piece of paper, Dave. It's paper. It's not even laminated. It's paper that right. is so why is it in your wallet? It's the size of a credit card. It's a piece of paper the size of a credit card that's in my wallet. It is not, A, taking up much weight or space. Last thing I want to do is actually be somewhere and be like, hey, you want to go on the radio? And be like, sure. Oh, wait, I forgot my ham radio license. See, who's going to ask you for physical proof? <laughs> There are people out there who are rule sticklers. Let me tell you, there are some serious rule right, sticklers but, out there. But, but you're over, so you're over at a friend's house. A, if, I mean, what, are you expecting to see the ham radio and be like, oh, that's cool, can I use it? And have them be like, are you licensed? Actually, technically, you don't, <laughs> now that you said that, if there is somebody else who is classified at that level, you can technically go on their radio if they are with you in the same room at the same time and use their equipment without having <laughs> I ask again, Andy, why do you have that in your wallet? I don't know. I just do. Andy? Yes. Take it out of your wallet. No, I'm not going to take it out of my wallet. The only other use for it is showing off that you are ham radio certified. Which, you know, if I go to the broadcasting stuff up in Lansing, it could be like, look, I know what I'm talking then, about. I'm Then take a picture and put it on your phone. No, I'm good. It's, it's. <sighs> yes, it's I, a piece of paper. Yes. I understand that. But it's a piece of paper that you don't need. <laughs> Is it hurting anything being in my wallet? Your Can, back? It's a piece of paper. George Costanza. <laughs> It's, oh, it's still, yes, I know what you're talking about, but I'm still saying it's not hurting anything being in my wallet. Okay. Do I have things in my wallet that I don't need, like my Amtrak guest rewards card? No, that's not in my wallet, because that thing is actually pretty thick. What was Do that? I have, what? Do I have some of my other random cards that were in my wallet? No, I pulled those out here, but this one, it's it's a piece of paper, and it's it's... With all of my it, other engineering it, and, things. Andy, Andy, does yes. it have sentimental value to you? Then you can leave it in your wallet. That's that's a reason. Okay. I like it being there is a reason. That's fine. All right. Plus it also okay. reminds me I still need to work on my I think that's class. it. So wait, what do you have in yours? I can, I, sorry, I was busy going through mine. I have my Red Cross card, my driver's license, and some credit cards. And a dollar in cash. And my Hy-V uh, rewards card. That's it. You have a small wallet. I have taken steps to take out all my other stuff. I used to have way more than that. Mm. But I, I decided that it's too much and it's not worth carrying around. And so I pulled it all out. All right, I'm just going to... I have to tell you, I do not regret that. I'm just looking at the things that are currently in my wallet. And I'm trying to think of anything in here that I have not used in the last... Okay, so there's a TGI Fridays card in here that I have not used in the last month. I'll take remove that. Yep, keep in mind your rewards cards. Most of them can be scanned and put on the phone. Yes, I know. That's gift cards. I've used those in the last month. Kate's sending me a message, something about something or another. Something about something or other. <laughs> I'm not going to say Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going to remove my health insurance card. Case I'm in an emergency. Mm. Everything else in my wallet I have used in the last month. All right. So I have removed one card from my wallet. How much of it could you have used by grabbing it off the shelf before you left your house? You okay there? Yeah. Okay. Probably most of it. <laughs> okay. So you really don't need it in your wallet. You can put a lot of it in your glove compartment or somewhere in the house and just grab it when you're leaving. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Yes, I do realize I need to work on trimming things back. Yep. That is, yes, entirely understandable. Yeah. Well, Damn Dave. It. Now Google thinks I want to buy a Tesla. <laughs> that's it. Happy that's, New Year. That's it. That's that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. 
can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>